Welcome to Coping Skills for Chronic Physical and or Mental Health Issues, where I don't try to replace your treatment team, but instead provide helpful tips and skills from the viewpoint of a certified rehabilitation counselor of over 23 years and who has had to live with significant physical and mental health issues to help you get by and thrive in your daily living and rehabilitation. Today's episode is Victim vs. Survivor and an Introduction to the Survivor Series. Today, I wanted to discuss two words that are often used interchangeably, but I think they are vastly different and introduce a new phase in this podcast, uh, coping with chronic physical and or mental health challenges. The words I want to discuss are victim and survivor, and I'm going to speak in generalities because, uh, you know, sometimes people are a victim and sometimes they're a survivor, uh, and so it can go both ways with one person with the idea of becoming more of a survivor and less a victim. Now, a victim is someone upon whom an act is committed. It is a very passive word. The person really has no say in what's happening. The word victim evokes feelings of helplessness. A victim, therefore, has a tendency to see most things around them, including their feelings and reactions, as out of their control. After all, something horrible or sometimes many some things have horrible have happened, uh, whether it's trauma, illness, and or abandonment uh, related and so forth. And there wasn't much that they could do to stop it at that time. And they get stuck sometimes in that mindset. A victim may find themselves just floating through life and or reacting to it. Since they are not in control of their life, their life often feels out of control. Uh, then they often find very few things to be grateful for. A survivor, on the other hand, is a more active word. Definitions for the word survive include to carry on despite hardships or trauma and persevere. As you can see, a survivor has more of a hand in their survival. Unfortunate events may have transpired, but a person is able to persevere. A survivor can often tell the difference between that which they can control and that which they cannot. In general, survivors are actively living life and are often proactive, even if they are bedridden or have a terminal illness. Being a survivor and having a terminal illness may seem contradictory, but they're not. Uh, for example, I knew a man who had cancer uh, in at very advanced stages and did eventually pass away. But even up to his very last weeks, he was serving the community. Uh, in fact, I remember even like within a week of his death, it took me to a service project and uh, was very well known in the community because of all the things that he did and was very well loved. Even at his funeral, it seemed like the whole community came out. He was he was actively doing things and then and, and projected positivity towards everyone. So this is not someone who was just lying in bed waiting to die. Uh, this is someone who uh, wanted to live life to the end, serve others to the end. As I mentioned, I have seen even uh, very strong survivors that are bedridden as they are still active in mind, positive, and have an attitude of gratitude. So how does one change from being a victim to being a survivor? Well, unfortunately, that's too long for one podcast. Now, we did touch on it with, when we talked about positivity in a previous podcast and overcoming maladaptive coping strategies, and really all the coping techniques can certainly help. But counseling is a great tool. 
If you have survived or are surviving something difficult, you deserve the help of a great professional. But I also have an exciting addition to this podcast, which I hope will also help people become better survivors. And that is a new series called, which I'm just simply calling the Survivor Series, where I will interview people who have gone through some very difficult times, whether physical, mental, traumatic uh, loss, and so forth, and who have come out uh, survivors. And while I love using my coping skills, I hunger for more uh, tips and strategies because I still have struggles. I think everyone does. And so I think it would be amazing to learn from some real life experiences to get some extra inspiration and ideas to help us to be better survivors in this life. So look for that in future episodes. I'm really excited about it. My likely first guest will be uh, Hannah Sibyl, who was born with a congenital heart defect, uh, had her first surgery at five days old, had nine open heart surgeries, uh, had a major stroke and a near-death experience at age 17, which a lot of her family just calls simply a death experience, uh, and where she basically had to relearn everything and has had more life lights than you can count on your all your fingers and toes, and where she's had so many struggles, uh, but yet she has come back from all of them. So that'll be exciting to talk to her and to learn some of the things that she's done uh, to try to come back and be positive so come back listen to that when we publish that uh until then stay positive and be well thank you for listening to coping skills for chronic physical and or mental health issues helpful hints and bandages please complete the survey attached to the podcast so that i know which topics are most helpful to you i'm going to keep the survey up for a while so some topics may have already been given when you go to complete the survey if so, don't let that dissuade you. I would still love to have your input. This is currently at least a monthly podcast, but depending on my health, demand, or urgency of topic, episodes could come sooner. Until next time, hang in there. More skills are coming, and even if it doesn't seem like it sometimes, life is worth it. You're worth it. This has been Robert Sibley.